what is up y'all i am back for another podcast you guys know why you're here i know why i'm here it's time to talk about some sports so without further ado let's get into it but before that if you guys are new to this podcast new to hearing my voice then go check out my other podcasts on the same channel This is the Through My Eyes podcast. I am your host, Nick Evans. This platform is where I talk about basketball, football, and any big news in sports I'm most likely going to bring up. And sometimes other social media or politics and stuff like that I'll bring up. But mostly the main topic I'm talking about is basketball and football. Because, like I've said so many other times before, I love those sports so damn much. And basketball, we're in the midst of the biggest basketball championship in the world. The Olympics are coming up, but I'm not talking about the I'm not talking about the Olympics. I am talking about the NBA Finals, the NBA Championship, Bucks versus Suns. We've seen so many great teams, not great teams, but good teams fall down throughout these playoffs. The Lakers with LeBron and a hobbled Anthony Davis. The Suns took them down. The Clippers, the Suns took them down. The Clippers didn't have Kawhi Leonard. So obviously we've had a lot of injuries. The Nets with Kyrie Irving, they didn't have Kyrie. James Harden was there, but he was pretty much a decoy out there. It was really just the KD show in Brooklyn against Milwaukee. But I'm not going to sit here and say, like a lot of analysts are saying, that these trips were easy because of injuries because every playoff series has injuries that's what the playoffs are that's what basketball is there's going to be injuries especially in high stakes games there's going to be big injuries so i don't think you should dock uh a team for making it this far because they could have still the suns could have still lost to the to the Lakers with just Braun. They could have just lo- they could have lost to the Clippers cuz the Clippers took them to 6 games. It was a great series. The Clippers could have easily beat them even without Kawhi, Reggie Jackson and Paul George. Paul George is playing like playoff P having one of his best playoff series of his career. He looked like Indiana Paul George. Reggie Jackson is playing for contract money. So the Clippers were playing great basketball. Lakers weren't playing the best basketball. Obviously they need to make some offseason moves. Dennis Schroeder didn't step up to the plate. He played a great regular season basketball, but in the playoffs, he just wasn't that guy for the Los Angeles Lakers, at least this year. So now, and now for the 76ers side, the 76ers are another team that I thought were going to make it to the finals. They didn't. They didn't have any injuries. The only big injury they had was Danny Green taking away some perimeter shooting from them and perimeter defense. Maybe that was a big hit, but I really think the big issue for the Philadelphia 76ers is they need to get more spacing and more shooting around Joel Embiid. The Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid experiment is just not working. I know they're both phenomenal talents. I'm not saying Ben Simmons isn't a phenomenal talent. I'm not saying Ben Simmons is trash or any of that. Like people are saying, like, like he needs a, obviously he needs a jump shot. But look at Giannis. Giannis is about to win the chip. He doesn't have a jump shot. Just give, just, just give, just give Giannis, just give Ben Simmons a solid foundation around him. Trade him to a team with shooters uh, that have, give, give him to a team that has a five that can shoot the three, that stretches out, that doesn't dominate the paint like Joel Embiid. Because Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid are pretty much the same player because they, 
Joel Embiid could shoot better than Ben Simmons, but we'd rather have Joel Embiid in the paint dominating, and we'd rather have Ben Simmons out there shooting, but he can't. So having a, having him on a team where he can just freelance, like the Chicago Bulls, Indiana Pacers, teams like that, where he can just freelance and be himself, I believe would be a great fit for him. Also like the Sacramento Kings, good fit for him. The Sacramento Kings could trade Buddy Heald, possibly De'Aaron Fox if they're they're willing to. I don't know if they would do that for a Ben Simmons. That would, uh, they already have a Tyrese Halburn over there. That would just open up the floor for that Kings franchise. They don't you don't really know what they're doing over there. They're always on the midst of making the playoffs. They're always like a little under 500. So maybe getting Ben Simmons would help them defensively. Trailblazers are another team that have been mentioned. Okay, enough of my rambling about the Sixers. Let's get into NBA Finals, Bucks versus Suns, Game Five. All right, let me let me check something real quick. Let me see if I I I know I talked about Game. Did I talk about Game Four in my last podcast? I'm gonna I'm gonna check right now because if I did, okay, I didn't talk about Game Four, so. This podcast is going to be game four and five of the NBA Finals and some other nonsense that's just going on in basketball. My thoughts on that, football, sports, just, but right now, let's get into Bucks and Suns game four. All right, so Bucks and Suns game four. Let's start off in the beginning of the game. Drew locked up CP3, played great defense on him. Aiton played all right defense. This is the beginning of the game. Aiton played, so first quarter, second quarter. Aiton played great, good defense on Giannis. Sh- uh, shut him down a little bit. It was, he wasn't, Giannis wasn't giving the production that we were used to seeing from him. So that was a great job on DeAndre Aiton's part. Now, like I said, Drew Holiday was really locking up CP3. Drew Holiday is showing that he he was playing up to his contract, I believe, really shutting down CP3, who's had an amazing playoff series, who I believe um, should have been in the MVP race. He was in the MVP race, but should have been higher in the MVP race. I know people say, I heard uh, Shaq, I watched the Big Shaq podcast last night. Shout out to Shaq. Shaq is the funniest dude, one of the funniest dudes on the earth. The Big Shaq podcast, one of the best podcasts out right now. I was dying last night. And what Shaq said, he had Draymond Green on there. Shaq and Draymond were talking about how Steph Curry should have won MVP. And I completely, and I I can agree with that. Because Steph Curry is the baddest basketball player on the planet, easily. Uh, I know Joel Embiid and Nikola Jokic had great records with their team, with their respective teams. And Steph Curry wasn't in the playoffs, but if it was a regular season, like Draymond said, they would have most likely been in the playoffs. So, give my man Steph Curry his props. He should have won. He could have potentially won MVP. Him or him or Chris Paul, other than Nikola Jokic. Even though Nikola Jokic won, he deserved it. It could have been Chris Paul or Steph Curry. Real a real good argument is for Steph Curry because bro was so deadly this year. No one could guard him. So now to talk about Chris Paul, this dude has not been playing the great, not been playing that great in the playoffs. But hopefully he will step up his game soon because the Bucks, the Suns really need him to step up, or they're not going to win. Now, 
like I said, he was Drew Holiday really locked up Chris Paul. Chris Paul only had 10 points, four rebounds, and seven assists. Drew Holiday had 13 points, seven rebounds, seven assists. And how many steals did Bro have? Let me see. He had three steals to go along. So that just goes to show he was really shutting down uh, Chris Paul. Uh, D book had a very strong game four because he didn't have a he dropped 40 he didn't show up really in game three so him showing up now in game four was big for the uh Milwaukee Bucks he had 18 points in the first half really Milwaukee had no answer for him I thought the Suns were going to win it because Booker was just on one that game but he was really the only one dominating Jay Crowder had 15 points a, bu- a, a bunch of big threes that kept them in the game as long, along with Booker, but that wasn't enough because the Bucks were really on when they were not playing around. And the final score was 103-109 Bucks. The box score looked like Booker, I said, with 42 points. Jake Crowder had 15 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists. And how many threes did he hit? He had three threes to go along with it, like I said. CP3 with 10 points, 4 rebounds, and 7 assists, like I said. He didn't play a very strong game. And now something the Suns need to do that uh, Stephen A. Smith has been talking about a lot. They need to play Cameron Johnson more minutes. This dude is the perfect 3 and D player. He didn't play great defense throughout the year. And I guess that's why Monty Williams hasn't had him in the lineup a lot. But throughout the playoffs, he had a very nasty block on someone. I forgot who it was. So he had a very nasty block on someone. He's made threes uh, in transition. He's just the perfect player for this Suns squad that they need to utilize more. So they need to utilize Cam Johnson more. He had 10 points off the bench. So just imagine him with more minutes. He would most likely get 15-plus points. Now Milwaukee side, Chris Middleton led all scores. I forgot to talk about this dude. He Chris Middleton has been showing up, has been really showing up throughout these finals, throughout these playoffs, in clutch situations, in big games. Chris, uh, Chris Middleton is that man. Not Chris Paul, Chris Middleton. He dropped 40 points, 6 rebounds, and 4 assists. Giannis with 26 points, 14 rebounds, and 8 assists. Like I said, Giannis wasn't that effective on offense because DeAndre Aiden did a pretty good job of defending him. But it's not going to be like that for the rest of the series. I'll get into the next game. Uh, Now for Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday at 13 points, 7 rebounds, and 7 assists. Like I said, not that, not anything crazy, not anything that anything crazy on offense, but on defense, he played great basketball. So, now get it now to get into game five. Like like I did before, let's start off in the first first second quarter. Drew Hawley was off to such a hot, hot start on offense. Uh Giannis, like he got help. Giannis got help from his uh other players in the first half, like Bobby Portis, Brooke Lopez. Drew Holiday was a big one. He had 15 points in the first half. I mean, he had 18 points in the first half and seven assists, completely demoralizing the Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns looked over at that point, but Devin Booker was a a beam of light for his Phoenix Suns squad, dropping 15 points again in the first quarter like he did in the uh, game four. He dropped 18 points in the um, first half. This time, I said first quarter, I meant first half. This time he dropped 15 points. Drew Holiday did drop 18 and 7 assists, though. 
Suns outscored the Bucks 37 to 21 in the first half. Starting off hot, like I said, Booker started off strong. The Suns had a 17-point lead in the first quarter, but the Bucks slowly came back and grew a lead of their own, went up by 16. CP3 had a had a pretty strong uh second half but not strong first half and if he had a strong first half most likely the Suns would have won the game but he didn't now to get into the second half Middleton with nine early points at the beginning of the quarter in the first five minutes of the third so this dude Chris Middleton started off hot just showing that he was not playing around with the Suns PJ Tucker with four fouls early in the third so that was bad news for the Sun for the Bucks who needed PJ Tucker to guard Devin Booker, but it was actually some good news because Drew Holiday played the best defense on Devin Booker. Actually, had the game won a, a pretty much a game clinching steal on Devin Booker. So PJ Tucker was taken out of the game because he had four fouls early in the third. Drew Holiday had twenty three points in twenty four minutes. Twenty in twenty four minutes. Twenty four minutes into the game, Drew Holiday already had twenty three points. Booker was bullying the Milwaukee defense. He had 12 points in the first five minutes of the third. He didn't play a lot in the second. In He had a bunch of fouls, so they took him out. But they had to implement him back in the game because when he was out of the game, the Suns were just getting blown out. They were up by 16. The Suns brought it back to an eight-point lead under a minute left after being down 16. Booker kept trying to keep the Suns alive, but like I said, a nasty steal by Drew Holiday to a transition dunk to Giannis pretty much sealed the game for the Milwaukee Bucks. Also, Chris Middleton hitting a lot of clutch shots in the end to clinch the win for his squad. Giannis did miss two free throws that made it a very exciting game in the end, but like I said, that steal by Drew Holiday and lob to Giannis and and one lob dunk Really sealed the game for the Bucks. The final box score, Booker had 40 points again and 4 rebounds, 3 assists. Chris Paul playing a little better with 21 points, 2 rebounds, and 11 assists. And DeAndre Aiden with 20 points and 10 rebounds. Drew Holiday was amazing on offense with 27 points, 4 rebounds, and 13 assists. Giannis with 32 points, 9 rebounds, and 6 assists. And Chris Middleton with 29 points, 7 rebounds, and 5 assists. And Pat Connaughton with 16 points off the bench and 4 threes. Pat Connaughton has been, Pat Connaughton has been a great bench piece for this Milwaukee Bucks squad. In the beginning, I wanted the Suns to win. I wanted to just see Chris Paul get his ring. You know, he deserves it. He's been playing so long. He, bro deserves it. And Devin Booker. I've been messing with Devin Booker. For a minute now, so it'll be dope to see him get a ring. But my boy Patrick has been supporting Giannis for a long time, and I understand it. Giannis is funny as hell. Giannis is such a dominant player, so I'm kind of jumping on the Bucks bandwagon now of wanting them to win because I want to see that boy Giannis when he deserves it. Andrew Holiday, I went to Drew Holiday's camp when I was younger. He's been one of my favorite players growing up forever. He's just the perfect defensive player. He was so underrated for so long. Finally, he's being appreciated in the league. He's most likely about to win his first NBA championship tonight. So that's lit to see. Like I said, there is a game tonight. Like He could possibly win it. The Bucs are up 3-2. If they win tonight, the Bucs will win their first NBA championship since 1970. But if the Suns win tonight, they'll be going to a game seven. And 
it'll be the Suns' first championship if they win in history. Their first championship in history. So that'll be great for the Phoenix Suns and for the De- and for the Denver Nuggets and for the Milwaukee Bucks. All right, y'all. So that is my NBA final news. Now let's get into some other NBA news. Kawhi has finally got surgery on his ACL. This is news from last week. This is semi-good news for the Clippers. This most likely means he's going to stay with them. He's not going to sign another contract with anybody if he's getting surgery on his ACL. He's most likely going to be rehabbing with the Clippers. I don't know what the Clippers are going to do this offseason. They're most likely going to trade uh, Patrick Beverly, uh, Luke Kennard, Terrence Mann, even though Terrence Mann played great. His show, him showing off in the playoffs is probably going to be a great reason for... He's going to be a great piece, I mean, for the Clippers to trade. Maybe they're not going to trade him. Maybe Clipper Nation is that obsessed with Terrence Mann. He's a great player. He played. He had so many great games in the playoffs this year. A lot of great games during the regular season. But I believe Kawhi Leonard is in a win-now mentality. So he's going to try to trade for another superstar-type player or all-star-type player. Maybe a Kyle Lowry, maybe they'll trade Patrick Beverly and Terrence Mann for Kyle Lowry. Or try to package a bunch of players for Damon Lillard, who's potentially on the market for the Portland Trailblazers. So that is some news on the Clippers end of things. Now to get into some more news about USA basketball. Kevin Love is out. He opted out saying he is in the right shape after his ankle injury from this year. He hasn't really played basketball in like a year. So he opted out. Keldon Johnson and JaVale McGee replaced him and Bradley Beal who left due to COVID protocols. That's I believe that's going to be a kind of a big hit on Team USA because Bradley Beal is a such a di- dynamic basketball player. So yeah, JaVale and Kelvin Johnson are going to be replacing those two players on the Olympic squad. Now for the last thing, last but not least, Brady played, (laughs) Tom Brady played the 2020 season with a torn MCL. This is just crazy to say, bro won a Super Bowl at 42 with a torn MCL. That just goes to show, you can hate Brady all you want. Like I hated Brady for a long time just because I'm a Giants fan. Even though we're one of the teams that did beat Brady twice, Eli Manning, the GOAT. Tom Brady is like really the go. This dude had a torn MCL winning the Super Bowl on his new team, the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I know they're stacked on offense, but still, you need a stacked team to win in football. It's not like a two superstar team like in basketball. You need a stacked team in football. And Tom Brady led the way with a torn MCL. Props to him. He's just an amazing player. All right, y'all, that is my podcast for today. Like I said in previous podcasts, if you want to debate with me, if you have anything to talk about, hit me up in my DMs. It's the same name as my podcast, Through My Eyes, with two S's at the end. That is T-H-R-O-U-G-H-M-Y-E-Y-E-S-S. There y'all go. Hope y'all have a very good and productive week. Deuces.